what the fuck is up y'all whoa whoa it is your host nature valley aka cozy and i'm back again with another fucking episode of what is there to even talk about i hope that you guys are doing well i'm excited to talk to you guys i'm always excited to talk to you guys and i'm very excited to be trying to stay consistent um so yeah without further ado let's just get fucking into it i hope that you guys are thriving and i hope that even if you aren't thriving right now i hope that you're on the path to thriving um and all that good shit so today i wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about cults now you guys see the title of the episode um But when most people think of cults, they think of the most extreme cult cases like Waco and Jim Joneses and all that. But we rarely ever talk about the more common cults that exist and that we encounter on a more daily basis. So first things first, I want to define a cult's technical definition just so we can make sure that we're all on the same page here. So according to Google, a cult is a relatively small group of people. Oh my God, here we go with the fucking yawns again, y'all. I promise one of these days I'm not going to yawn anymore. And I even sat in a different position today when recording this episode. But yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Google Google says um, a cult is... um, a small group of people um, having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others um, as strange or sinister. Now, I do think it's important to note here that what people find strange and sinister is completely contingent on their cultural context. So, for example, and this is a bit of a tangent, but I just want to make sure that you guys understand what I mean by that. So, for example, um, when I was in college, I had a white roommate. Um, for those of you who don't know me, um, whether it be personally or through my podcast, because I always talk about how I'm black. <laughs> but um, if you didn't know that, I am black. Um, and so when we first met and she and I started uh, first living together, um, there were things that I would do that seemed strange to her. like wearing a bonnet to bed and cleaning the tub after every usage. But for me, those things are customary in my culture. Um, It's something I've been groomed to think was normal and necessary. And so I religiously did those things to promote what I believed and still believe to be my well-being. It wasn't that I thought these things were universal necessarily, but it wasn't... It wasn't until she asked me why I did these things, purely out of curiosity, of course, and not disrespect, but it wasn't until she asked that I realized that these were not universal things, um, if that makes sense. But yeah, anyway, it's important to recognize that we are calling things strange based fully on our cultural context um, and not because they're inherently strange. So I just wanted to make that clear. Um, So according to theguardian.com, a cult is characterized by uh, 11 things, right? So 
So the first thing they listed was a charismatic leader who increasingly becomes an object of worship as the general principles that they may have originally sustained the group to lose power. Wait, what? Hold on. (laughs) Comes an object of worship as the general principles that may have originally sustained the group um, lose power. Um, that is a living leader who has no meaningful accountability and becomes the single most defining element of the group and its source of power and authority. Um, we can think of pastors when it comes to churches, bosses and CEOs when it comes to businesses, gang leaders when it comes to gangs, uh, fraternity leaders. I don't know what you would call them because I've never been in a fraternity or sorority. I mean, technically, but not like a real one. Um, but you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, another feature or another characteristic of a cult, um, according to that website was, oh my goodness, a process of indoctrination or education, um, is in use that can be seen as coercive persuasion or thought reform, but I mean, like brainwashing. So, (laughs) um, so We can think of scriptures and baptism when it comes to religion. We could think of being jumped in or beaten when it comes to gains. We can think of framing economic, political, and social structure um, in favor of the KKK when it comes to the KKK. Um, We can think of orientations when it comes to businesses and companies. And these are just naming a few things um, involved with you know, a few different types of cults that exist. So I just want to kind of frame it for you guys, kind of put things into perspective for you. Um, Another thing they named was absolute authoritarianism without meaningful accountability. So I think that goes with the first point that these people are just the leader and they have no accountability at all. Um, So, like, we can think of a pastor. If the pastor's out here goddamn beating beating his wife and, you know, sleeping with women when he's telling everybody not to do those things or, like, drinking and smoking, like, he has no accountability. Like, those are just things that he's exempt from. Um, So, yeah, I just want to give you guys, you know, like I said, a a kind of a, a clearer example of, how these cults appear in our everyday lives. Um, so another one was no tolerance for questions or critical inquiry. Um, I'm going to go a little bit into more of these a little bit later, but I just want to get these all out of the way. Another one they said was no meaningful financial disclosure regarding budget or expenses such as an independently audited financial statement um another one was unreasonable fear about the outside world such as an impending catastrophe evil conspiracies and persecutions another one was there's no legitimate reason to leave so former followers are always wrong when they do leave Or, you know, even considered evil or negative or just bad in general. 
Another one was former members often relate to the same stories of abuse and reflect a similar pattern of grievances. And then there are records. (gasps) Oh my God, guys, I'm so sorry. And I don't even record these at night, so I don't really know why I'm always tired when I record, but I'm going to edit this out. Um, there are records, books, news articles, or broadcast reports that document the abuses of the group leader. Um, another is that the followers feel they can never be good enough. And the last one is that the group leader is always right, which again goes to the first few points about the leader. (sighs) So when you really start to think about the characteristics of cults, you can really start to see um, the attributes and even more common things like schools and universities and, like I said before, fraternities and shit. Like, I think for the purposes of this conversation, it's important to define religion as well, though. So according to Google, religion is a pursuit or interest in which something or someone ascribes um, supreme importance. However, that was one of the few definitions I was able to find. Um, the first one, of course, dealt with what many people would label or would label major religions, i.e., you know, Islam, Christianity, Judaism. But I think that if we brought in that definition to the one I just mentioned before, we can really start to frame the idea of cults as a more common happening, a more common thing than, you know, we may even realize and you know assess the cults that we may be unknowingly involved in so the kkk as a cult group doesn't seem too far-fetched right it is constructed of white people who have a common goal to hate black and brown folks and carry out their mission of terror on anyone who is not white um interestingly Most of the people involved in the KKK are very religious, and I want to specify that by religious in this case, I mean Christian, very Christian. Um, Now, my goal is never to offend anyone ever, but I do want to challenge you in thinking just why that may be the case. Like, why would a hate group be so attracted to a religion? that in some but not most instances preach love and shit like that well because they have the same base there is one main leader that interprets everything for the following for their following and the following then blindly follows whatever it is that they are told and handles it carefully making sure to treat it as the absolute truth They're both predatory and they both prey on people who are poor, desperate, lonely, and ignorant. And I'm not saying this as an insult, but statistically, even though stats are often bullshit, so I guess I can just say from experience with churches and my research via documentaries and the KKK and interviews with KKK members, not me, but watching them, um, and former members, this rings true or rings consistent at least (sighs) like it's very very important 
to note that the people involved consider themselves or have considered themselves at some point to be lost. Lost sheep, or so to speak. And people that need direction. Like, for example, I was watching this one documentary about how this one kid got into being a KKK member. And I don't remember all of the details because I watched it a while back. But I do remember that the kid grew up in a very impoverished neighborhood in Chicago. And his parents were struggling to keep their marriage together in the midst of trying to raise him along with his other siblings and working full-time jobs. He explained how difficult it was feeling like there was no need for his existence. Because of this, he would act out in school (sighs) and be a general disruption to the community until he was recruited on being, you know, until he was recruited on um, one of the KKK rounds. So he explained that they promised him brotherhood and protection and safety in exchange for um, essentially being a part of their group. Now, I don't think it was ever introduced in the documentary that he knew what the KKK was. But regardless, for him, it was an escape. You know, it was an escape for his from his current reality and a transition into a sense of worth and power that he did not have before. And later, he realized just how fucking disgusting and hateful the group was. And then years later, (laughs) he managed to resign his membership um, with the organization. But when I heard that story, I thought of so many other instances. I thought of how Christians from a young age are indoctrinated with the idea that without the church and without the pastor and the congregations and all that, that they are essentially damned to an eternal misery. I think about jobs that recruit young people with a promise of financial stability and the pyramid schemes that damn people who refuse to participate. I don't want to say any because I don't want anyone to be offended, but there are a lot of those. I think about the education system and the way that we are taught that education is the only way to elevate. And yet it's so exclusive to a select few, you know, a select few people. And my point is that there are so many cults that exist that we don't deem as cults because they're so normalized in today's society. And actually, more often than not, most cults that we know are cults are not labeled as such for the sake of being politically correct. Like, I understand negative connotations surrounding cults. Like, I really do. But like, why not just get rid of them? But, I mean, I know. (laughs) I know why. Because our government is established under the same framework. It has a supreme leader, i.e. the president, who we dare not question or challenge. Elsewise, we are either ostracized, murdered, silenced, etc., etc. And then I think about the Western medical system that is quite literally ruled by the wealthy in favor of the wealthy to keep the wealthy healthy. And the impoverished sick and completely dependent. And then I think about the people who challenged each of these systems and the backlash they receive. It's a perfect system of checks and balances. It's a perfect system of, you know, 
self-maintenance. It, it completely maintains itself, to be honest, and it's really kind of fucking sick. But I don't, I don't know, y'all. I, I definitely think, if nothing else, that it's important to just recognize that we all have a part to play in the existence of cults and the issues that this presents. And we all know how easy it is to not think for ourselves. I mean, it's a lot easier. It's always a lot easier to have one person or a deity or whatever to pin all of our concerns on. But, like, maybe if maybe if we just started to think a little bit more about the destruction that we allow by continuing to participate in cults and cult likes, spinoffs, then maybe things would and could be different. So, yeah, that's all I have today, guys. But I definitely want to hear your thoughts. What are some cults that you know to exist? Or what are some things that I maybe didn't, you know, think to mention? What do you how do you feel about this? I really would love to know. (laughs) Truly, make sure that you follow my Instagram at IJWTFK I just want to fucking know that was the original name of the podcast before all that shit happened (laughs) if you're keeping up you know exactly what I mean but make sure to follow me you can also find me on Facebook at what is there to even talk about um and just share your thoughts with me I really would love to know how you feel about this topic I would love to know how you feel about the cults that you've encountered or continue to encounter or haven't encountered or whatever you feel about this subject I would love to know um so again thank you so much for listening I love you truly I'm sending you all the goodness in the fucking world all the stories in the world all the 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 life experiences all the love all that good stuff but yeah (laughs) all right I'm gonna shut the fuck up I love you bye And thank you so much for listening.